and welcome to Your Wife's Crazy Ass Podcast. This is Chelsea. And this is Monique. Hi, Monique. <laughs> Hi, Chelsea. <sighs> Uh-oh. <laughs> that was a heavy ass <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, appropriate for this week. Yeah, it is. It is. And you know what's funny? Last week we were like, let's lighten it up. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> this podcast uh, is going to be the bomb. No, we can't uh, have any light weeks. It's like, fuck you and like an earthquake. And then like 2020 is uh, hard. 2020 is hard. Um, I don't want to link. I don't want to turn this episode too much into Chelsea's politics corner, but <laughs> Well, just for a moment, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying is just like. Wait, wait, real fast. Can I just say that? Yeah. Um, and now it's time for Chelsea's political <laughs> corner. I'll keep it brief because honestly, like I just can't. I, I, I don't know. I just can't. I, I just can't. It's, it's tragic, and it's like, number one, it's tragic because of who she was, and then amazing but, woman, right? And the whole feminism side is an icon has died, mm -hmm. but more so than that, the fact that one person dying can alter possibly so much. It's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. um, and how like perilous the situation has become right. now compared to just a few days ago. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I, That's what, what I was, I was trying to say to Darush. I was like, it's crazy how one person passing mm -hmm. can alter the future of a whole country. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. All the decisions, all the lives that are going to be affected by the new laws that are, mm -hmm. are going to be passed. And Oh my God. And listen, like whether Trump gets an, another Supreme court justice in there or not, fucking vote <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking vote i'm like fuck you if you don't vote honestly like fuck you if you're not involved and you don't know what's going on because it it affects everything it affects everything mm -hmm. and like you know me i don't i don't i didn't want to vote for joe biden i know you're the same like you don't want to vote for joe biden but the fucking Kanye alternative fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but the alternative is just to think somehow you're going to live in your little bubble and it's going to be fine like it makes me so mad I, we talked about this last week and people don't like, think of the effects of things until it affects them yep and, and that's, that's the thing sorry i'm gonna interrupt it drives me crazy when people are like oh like all the people who voted for third party or didn't vote or whatever Hillary still won. <laughs> she still won by like 3.5 million votes. And it's not about shaming the people who didn't vote last time, but it's it's because she did win. But this time we have to win in such a landslide that the election cannot be stolen the mm -hmm. way that it has with Trump and the way that it was with George H.W. Bush. Like it, they both were stolen like twice in my lifetime, a fucking presidential election was stolen mm -hmm. because of voter disenfranchisement or just straight up stealing um or you know voter intimidation and right. uh, sorry i mean like you're getting into like i know i'm getting so into it the i know no, but but no <laughs> but it's it's funny because like uh, everything you're saying is like of course it's true but to me and where i stand i'm like yeah of course it was stolen or of course it was given to whomever right, they you're want not, because so, exactly because uh. it's like fuck the right wing <laughs> what what, what am, fuck the right wing fuck the left wing shoot the whole bird Right. It's all a yeah. fucking lie. There's right. nothing. But that's just me. 
It's your yeah. political corner. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. And I think that that opens up a good conversation that um, we should probably save for a different episode, but just how you have been going through this forever. Mm-hmm. And like, I think, I mean, yeah, I'm with what, 30, I'm 28. No. <laughs> I, was, I was about to uh, end, the, end the podcast right now. <laughs> this podcast is for lying no but in my in my lifetime it's happened to me twice and so on on some sort of level I'm I'm I'm, I don't want to say this out loud but I'm gonna say it you know what I mean but on some sort of level it brings us to the same sort of life experience where it's like oh fuck like nothing matters like nothing matters and I like people in my situation can see what it's been like for minorities in America for forever and it's the smoke and the smoke and mirrors is shattering mm-hmm. and thinning. Yeah. yeah. Am I right? I mean, yeah. Well, first they came for the, you know, <laughs> was the quote. Like, <laughs> first they came for the socialist, but I wasn't a socialist. And then they came and then they, they came for me and there was no one else left to speak for me. And it's, it's like, is that the quote? I'm going to sound stupid if I don't get the quote right. But, but it's like, yeah, at first it like didn't affect me. And now it's absolutely affecting me. I mean, mm-hmm. it always has, but it was easier to just kind of um, not pay attention because it wasn't affecting me in such a blatant way. But mm-hmm. now, it, now it absolutely is. And it's just shocking. It's shocking that so many people don't care. It's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like I'm watching a political play. A really bad one. Mm-hmm. Done by a bunch of like coked out asshole <laughs> bunch of actors that refuse to retire yeah, right don't uh, tell me how to be judy garland i've been judy garland my whole life no you can yes. cut that out i don't know <laughs> that stays that stays um <laughs> how weird are the listeners are like what the fuck is happening right now right i know it's it'll be like a good Sorry. time capsule for um people <laughs> in 30 years to listen to and be like they had it either either they had it good (laughs) it's like this dystopian nightmare now or or like oh i'm glad we got out of that so Mm -hmm. hopefully people can uh get us out of this i don't know i don't know um back to my magic (laughs) you know what at this point i'm down for some magic can we do some spells on some people don't listen (laughs) don't play games with me chelsea because I told you I already did a little spell with you and it was amazing how it worked, but I know. that's for another episode. That's for another episode. <laughs> yes. Your spell magic. <laughs> oh, well, it's not really a direct magical thing, but I always tell my kids, the teens, especially like God, when, when they're seeing all this political stuff and it's pl- the way it's playing out in the um, high schools we touched on last week, I tell them if you sit dormant, mm-hmm. bad stuff's going to happen. No yeah. matter what, no matter what, a bad stuff, political, bad stuff, social, bad stuff, period. Bad stuff is going to happen. If you sit dormant, you have to actively create the good. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't just come. You got to, you got to create the good. Yeah. You got to be the person that you want the world to be filled with. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And that's why I think like, that's why I struggle so hard with this is because I think fundamentally I'm like a good person and I'm. I'm happy and joyful and mm-hmm. I, I I think that about myself but at the same time within the last several years I just feel like 
I don't want to say dead inside, but like, yeah, I just feel like so much anger and resentment Mm -hmm. towards other people because of what they're actively doing to me and the country and the world, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really difficult to live with those two sides of myself because I can't ignore. And that's what I hate. Sorry, go ahead. You can't ignore. Yeah, no, go. No, yeah, that's what I hate. I hate that because if you took politics out of your life, how amazing would it be, right? How happy would you be? Yeah, but at the same time, like you can't because... But they won't let you. You don't have a choice. I don't have a choice because like we said last week, like everything is political. Every single thing in my life is ultimately political. Being a woman, like everything is political. Mm -hmm. And and so it's so hard to see like, oh, we're going to talk about this. It's so hard to see like this subset of, of, you know, the country just being like, fuck you, fuck your rights, fuck your thoughts, fuck your feelings, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and not just saying it like, that's fine. Like you can tell me that I don't give a shit, but actively trying to to be proactive in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, what's so different between the left and the right, I guess, is the left wants to give people more freedoms, whereas the right wants to squash everything that doesn't conform to, you know, white Christian America. And that's Mm -hmm. not what America is. And it's not what America is about. And it's not what we're founded on. And so, so yeah, it's hard for me to, to not go back to that. And I find myself being so angry and sad about it. And I I think I've gotten past that point of being sad for myself, but being sad for my kids. And that's really hard. That's really hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you, and I like, and I feel even like bad saying that because you're like, Welcome, bitch. <laughs> you know, welcome um, to my world, bitch. right? No. Right, exactly, exactly. And if I and I know that that's so insensitive for me. I don't know if it's insensitive, but for me to like feel that way when so many other people have been feeling that way this whole time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it, it's just like, oh shit, okay. Like now it's reaching me too. And I, and I did, I enjoyed that privilege of it not reaching me. Um, oh shit. That's like a huge, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a be, huge like revelation, right. For you yeah. to mm-hmm. recognize, recognize that and like actually say that out loud. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but anyway, I don't know. Uh, that's all I- I thought about that. I don't have the energy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that was Chelsea's politics corner. <laughs> Beautiful. Your singing always brings a smile to my face. Oh, thank you. Okay, I do have to say though, for the listeners, how beautiful you look right now. <laughs> you yeah i love your statement necklace of course it's gorgeous it looks like little diamond peacocks around your neck Ooh, now that you say that it does Uh uh-huh and you have a blonde bob wig it's so pretty yeah i put a picture up on my social media if any of you are wondering what she's looking at yeah you look great i am thank you you know i I felt like uh so i got the news that i'm corona free officially right 
second Oof. test is the Yay. best. And um, Jerusha is also negative. My husband. Mm. So so we're like the house is full of um, not negativity, but full <laughs> positive <laughs> negative test. Positive, yes. but it's a negative. Yeah. So. I was like, ah, I'm going to, I brushed my teeth and I was like, you know what, bitch, put on some foundation, put on foundation. I was like, you know what, go on ahead and toss on some eyeshadow, bitch. You look good. You get so some I blush on, you get lipstick yeah, on, I do. you got yes. a highlight, highlighter on. Yeah. You see that? Mm. I do. On your, wait, is it on your cheeks and your nose and your forehead? It's on and my your chin. In my chin. Mm-hmm. It looks beautiful. I love that. Thank you. I love it. I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> it's like makeup makes me hot i like never wear makeup but <laughs> but it makes you feel good right it makes you feel good yes yeah. so so growing up like i said not having any form of therapy or any you know any of that uh stuff other than like you know uh baptist church um <laughs> you know pray to, pray you know pray about it yeah. um nothing wrong with that coco um (laughs) but like sorry coco Coco. (laughs) when i started doing makeup i found that it felt good and i didn't know what i I didn't know that you know sitting down in front of a mirror and zoning out and putting my makeup on i was kind of like meditating right yeah like it it just felt good it made me feel good it made me look like i loved wearing makeup i found my power in makeup so yeah like you said it feels good to have it on and, and yeah. put it on. Actually going through the ritual of applying it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just so peaceful for me. Yeah. And for the, for, you know what, Chelsea, I think that we're doing some of our listeners, um, a, what is it? Dis, disservice? Disservice. Yeah. I was uh-huh. going to say displeasure. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, by not letting them know that we're both in the beauty industry. Right. Well, and actually I was going to bring that up. I think that we should in a future episode talk about the beauty industry because I think it's so misunderstood. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the right word, but I like you and I both know it's like, oh, you're just a bleh or you're just a this. Mm -hmm. And then also another side of it is like, it's vain. Like it's Mm -hmm. all about vanity. And I've always said it's not about that at all like like there's absolutely like when I was doing fashion makeup and stuff like that like I definitely saw that underworld to it but Mm -hmm. there is so much good in the beauty industry and there is so much positivity in like your local hairdresser or your local nail person or your local cosmetic tattoo artist Um, because it does, it just, it's, it's not about like, oh, I need to look pretty for someone. It's, I want to be pretty for myself. myself. Mm -hmm. And maybe there is something bad about like standards of beauty or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's what Dershaw tries to say. Like, well, you're part of the, uh, you know, part of the problem, part of the problem. It's like, no, absolutely not. No, I don't, I don't at all. I don't feel like, I don't feel like we're a part of the problem at all. I feel like we're, um, we're empowering right we're kind of like how oh, people people who don't get their hair and nails done are going to be like bitch shut up you're part of the problem <laughs> you know i never get my hair done though or my nails or your nails right i know but that's like, a, shut but, up, you're but, part of the problem. but you know what yeah. but that's like but that is the person you're talking to like someone who never does that stuff but mm-hmm. when i do but when i mm-hmm. do it's not i never go into it thinking like 
I'm getting my hair done to, for men. You know, it's like, no, like, there's it's like, always for you. It's for me. And it's because I want to look pretty and I want to look mm-hmm. fun. Like, you know, I just want to, I just want to feel it's self care. Like self-care. it is absolutely self care. Mm-hmm. And I know for, I'm going to do a little plug for myself here, but you know, especially for the line of work that I'm in, it's, it's so empowering to give people the ability to wake up looking like how they feel themselves to be on the inside. On the inside. Mm-hmm. And yes. so it's, it's not about like, oh, you need this because you don't look good or whatever. Like all of my mm-hmm. clients are beautiful without my, without what I do, but it helps people feel better about themselves. And mm-hmm. that's what's, that's what I love about it the most. Even when I was doing like, you know, I used to do makeup for like high-end designers and I was Mm -hmm. like in the LA fashion show and, you know, in magazines and Mm -hmm. whatever that was, it was fun, but the most fulfilling aspect of my job is when I worked at the counter at the mall. (laughs) And And yeah, worked on local moms and let them shine a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Totally. When I did makeup, maybe it was a little more on the shallow end because I was doing show stuff like you. Mm-hmm. But then when I started doing esthetician work and correcting issues and, you yep. know, you have you have women coming to you like devastated down and out because of, you know, cystic acne or, you know, whatever, scarring, mm-hmm. whatever. And to like not only be able to help them with their skin, but to be a listening ear. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I miss my clients. Me too. <laughs> really too. And I haven't, I haven't uh, been in the behind the chair as they say in a minute. And yeah, I I miss it. And they open up. You open up so much to someone who is healing you. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's crazy because when I was a regular tattoo artist, like I was like a little mini therapist for people, mm-hmm. but that was more just like girlfriend problems or boyfriend problems or whatever but yeah being being a cosmetic tattoo artist it's like people tell you deep things that they don't like about themselves you know like Mm -hmm. people aren't typically going around and being like I don't like this eye because it looks bigger or you know what I mean like my face is lopsided (laughs) these are things that people tell me and it's so nice they're very vulnerable with themselves very vulnerable Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, maybe it is vain. Like maybe we should be teaching society to be like, you're fine like that, you know, and maybe Mm -hmm. one day everyone will be. But in the meantime, it's so nice for me to be able to help Mm -hmm. them with that insecurity that they have. Yes. And make them feel better. Yeah. It's fine to say you're fine like that. You're beautiful the way you are. And you are. Mm -hmm. But if you aren't, I'll help you. (laughs) <laughs> right 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 absolutely and that's you. why like I love my Botox and I love my lip injections and I've it's never like, had Botox or lip injections you don't you don't need either <laughs> <of those. laughs> lucky bitch <laughs> you don't need either but yeah it's it's not it's not like a you know I want to be like Instagram beautiful it, it just makes me feel like mm-hmm. more feminine and more beautiful and that makes me feel better about myself you know do you feel what do you feel I feel do you feel like the, the that I have to be perfect I have to have the perfect nose the perfect eyes the perfect this the perfect that kind of like is slowly dying out and I and people always say everyone's look like a Kardashian everyone's do this and like it's yeah. not as bad as it used to be like it used to be really bad and I think that 
the kind of cool thing about the Kardashians, sorry, I'm a Kardashian fan, is that they're going away. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but you didn't hear that from me. Oh, I don't watch any of that shit, but I'm all about it. I'm all about it. But um, I thought the cool thing about it was that they're ethnic looking though, right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Ah, let's cut this out okay <laughs> let's cut this all the way why out am, wait, why am i the one who is offended by that i'm not aren't. no 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 i know like, I, I don't like, think their surgery is ethnic i mean like they're not the classic barbie heroin chic shit that we grew up with yeah they're not 90s beautiful like we grew up with right and, I think and is, it's more of an exotic beauty yeah, there is something to be said about a girl with a fat ass and big tits being considered sexy now versus someone who's like super duper skinny, even though they are very skinny. You just wouldn't know because they have a bunch because of fat they have in their a, ass. Lot of, a lot of thick ass. Yeah. So I think that that's good where it's opening up this wider range of what's considered beautiful body types. However, <laughs> you shouldn't steal those body types from other races and claim them to be your own. I mean, yes, of course. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> a whole nother podcast. Yeah. We'll go. We'll it's go. like, well, if you're trying to attract a certain kind of dick, you got to have a certain kind of ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I personally still don't even have that ass. So because nobody, <laughs> because I'm sorry, nobody has that ass. No one has that ass. They don't have that ass. <laughs> no, no. And the women that do have that ass that are of the, um, have the thigh, have that stomach to Yeah, have the thighs and the the stomach to match, and the arms—they got the body to go with the booty. Exactly. What the fuck are we talking about right now? Like, what podcast is this? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) What's the theme of this week? I don't even fucking know what's happening. It just just fell apart, and that's fine. You know what? We're real, and we try and stick with it. And it's—we're just listen. (laughs) Okay. And look, it's been that kind of week because we've had a few, uh, I don't want to say when I, when I say cry for help, it kind of sounds like, oh my God, it's a cry for help. Ah!" But like a subtle, like, Hey, I'm not okay. We've had a, we've had a couple of those this week in the, in the tribe. Yeah. And it breaks my heart and I don't love that it's happening, but I love that they felt that they could come to us in Mm -hmm. vulnerability and just say, Hey, this is happening. Like, like, I'm not, I'm not okay. Hey, hi, I'm not okay. But hopefully as the tribe um, gets closer and we get more vulnerable with each other, um, not in an extremely revealing way, but, and then knowing that these, these sisters don't judge me and they're here for me kind of way, it's going to go from, Hey, this week sucks to, Hey, this is what happened. You know, Mm -hmm. can you guys help? I need help. Yeah. Advice. Just anyone to be there for me like more detail than just a, Hey, this is, this sucks. Yeah. But it's so sad to see those posts. Keep them coming. If you need them though. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody definitely needs um a place to vent right now. Mm-hmm. Um, It's, it's like, okay. I, to not be okay. Right. And I keep trying to like ground myself and be like, shit's been worse before. And other times in this country and shit's been worse for other people in this country but it's still you know well you told me it doesn't matter what it's been like for someone else if you're not okay right 
Yeah. Because you grew up a certain way, you're, you're conditioned a certain way, you're made a certain way, your level of okay is different than other people's. Right. If you're not yeah. okay, you're not okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's normal to like, like, I think people, it's normalized at this point, but it's like mini politics corner. Um, 200,000 fucking people have died. 200,000 people have fucking died. And we have been essentially locked in our homes for six months. Has it been six months? Six months yeah. now? Mm-hmm. And that is not normal. Like, that is not normal. Like I saw, I saw an article today. It's like 30% more people are claiming to have depression now than before. And it's like, only 30. Well, right. Right. And of course they are. Of course they are. And I'm not, I am not advocating for, you know, going out or a reopening or not wearing masks or any of that, because that's what's keeping people safe. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck? Like, what are you what doing about the- it? is happening right now uh-huh. uh, so do you think that it's 30 percent more people are claiming that they now have depression or is it that we're all in the house facing our fucking monsters and we're realizing it's like we don't have things to distract us from the depression we've all been walking around with um probably a little bit of both i mean so how many people were were distracted by other things that took away from their clinical depression versus mm-hmm. how many people are situationally depressed. I don't mm-hmm. know what those numbers would look like. I would assume it will be more situationally depressed people because like people can't afford rent. They can't afford their mortgage. They can't afford fucking can't food. food. Yeah. Right. And like, even for me, I'm in a pretty lucky situation where my husband is still working, mm-hmm. but like I lost everything (laughs) you know I have lost everything that made me who I was as my own person and like Mm -hmm. I haven't worked I I worked for two weeks out of six months that's crazy that's crazy and at some point like losing not that your job should identify who you are but it's an outlet it's an outlet well your job kind of does identify who you are in a way because it's like you get you got to recreate Chelsea right you started your own business and you got to start defining who you are and what you're here I, to do in the world. And that all got yeah. snatched up from you. I got, to, I got to go back to a, a closer um, sense of who I was as an independent person, aside from being a mother and being a wife. And so going back into this field for me after being a stay-at-home mom, um, yeah, it, it, yeah. And then also not just not working for someone, working in my own business, not renting a, a spot out of a, out of a salon or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. Like I have this taste of, okay, like I am like good and I am succeeding and I mm-hmm. am, you know, and thriving. You, and you were thriving and succeeding. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part. It's like this year has been a mixture of at the very beginning, everyone getting and going for everything that they yes. ever fucking wanted and actually yes. succeeding at it. And yes. then it's like, there was just too much magic. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, boom, no, we got to shut this shit down. Mm-hmm. We got everybody's getting what they want right this year. We got to shut this shit down. Right. Think about this podcast. How long have we been talking about podcasting? <laughs> Two years. Two yeah. years. And then we have actual listeners. I know. You know what I mean? Oh, and we amazing. have the most amazing group of women. Yeah. That, that like we stand behind and that 
are like, yeah, and they get it and they get the concept of your wife's crazy ass and, and they get mm-hmm. it and they love it and, and they're diving right into it. And that's amazing. It could literally just be my mom and your mom listening right now. I haven't told my mom about us. Oh my gosh. Why not? <laughs> Why not? No, she knows we're doing it. I heard... <laughs> uh, I, you know, <clears throat> my business coach calls it perfectionist poly. Right. And so uh-huh. like, you're scared to do anything unless you're like perfect at it. And oh, right. And so I'm um, scared to share things with people unless I'm like perfect at it. Yeah. I know it's fucked up. That will go into our trauma episode. (laughs) That's that's real traumatic shit. Yeah. But I get it. But hi, Coco. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I had that issue until I had my mask off revelation. Right. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm like, I'm like 98% there. I just have this like one little section of my mask that I don't know, whatever I do, I scrub my face just doesn't come off. It's just like remnants. Oh, oh no. But you know, know what though? I see that with your social media. You don't share shit. I don't share shit. No. Well, and I, again, this is such a trauma episode, but yeah, it just, I, I used to, I used to, and then I just, I'm just, I don't want to defend who I am to people I don't give a fuck about. See that, so I noticed this, I noticed that more of my white friends are, are okay with not sharing much of anything on social media. Mm -hmm. And most of my minority friends share everything. And like the, what, three sessions of therapy I went to before. Mm-hmm. Um, she said something and she was like, you've learned to live inside yourself. Yeah. So I've learned to live inside myself and go inside and live inside. So then when social media came around, I can live inside myself and I can put that self on display. Yeah. Well, and I think like, I don't want to get too into it in this episode, but you and I had a really um interesting conversation god like a year ago i think about talking about the difference of community support versus white women and minority women mm-hmm. and for the most part at, le- at least for at least as for what i understand i mean i could be completely off base and this is just based on my experience but for the most part i think white women don't have that go girl behind them where minority women tend to have more of that you know what I mean am I saying that right yeah yeah you are minority women we're all about you know who wrong and bigging each other up because Mm -hmm. we're so uh suppressed we're so suppressed so we have to be our own cheerleaders and we have to be cheerleaders for each other so we grow up in a culture where we cheer on each other and there's lots of uh sisterhood right uh with white women you guys kind of um tear each other down tear each other down compete with each other uh Mm -hmm. you guys do nasty shit to each other because Uh, we have a tiny bit of fake power and we're clawing at it all the time right and i mean minority women we of course we do the catty shit too yeah but you guys kind of um you guys kind of compete with your masks yes yeah (laughs) totally right like you don't you don't see very minority like pinterest moms 
right? Like you don't. Well, maybe see... you don't. I see it. No. Oh, you yeah. do. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. You, you, you don't. And and the funny thing is, I'm often told that I am that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> Which might be why you're so relatable, I guess. I don't want to get into this. This is going to get too fucking deep. I'm not going to get, get deep than a motherfucker. I, I'm not even going to go into this right now, but <clears throat> put a pin in that. Write that down though, because we can put a pin trist in that. Put a pin trist in that. Yeah, no, definitely. I think white women feel like we can't fail, you know, like we can't fail. We have to clean on. Display. Yes. Oh. But yeah, I, I, I feel like middle class, upper middle class, white women, definitely, you know, it's it's quick to run over the other women in that same situation. Mm. Um, which real quick, I wanna I wanna talk about Lovecraft Country. And if you're not watching that, fucking watch it because it's amazing. And this is when I don't remember her name, but when she was turned into a white woman, the first thing she did Ruby. Yeah, the first thing that she did was step over the one black girl that worked with her. Mm -hmm. And and it's just like, oh, okay, you had that little bit of power. And then this greed, I guess, greed for more power, for more stature, for more of a higher place in society just takes over. It's kind of cool listening to your perspective of that scene that you're talking about. Oh, was yours different? Totally different. Oh, okay. How yeah. was it different? So mine wasn't that because she was a white woman, she was doing it. it. Ours is, we were talking about how the jealousy was from her not being the ideal looking black woman. Oh, because right. you know, Ruby's bigger, yeah. her sister's right. small, her sister's right. light right. skin. She goes in there, there's a thinner, more like you know, younger, acceptable black yes. girl. And but, but the second she got bumped up a level by mm-hmm. being white, she took that chance to push her down to push her down. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's there's so many levels in that. And then, like, we were talking about, would you take the pill? And she's like, would you drink the potion? I was like, hell yeah, I drink the potion. <laughs> Uh, no, true story. I was really? like, I, yeah, I was like, I drink the potion. Then I go around all the white women in the neighborhood and I start all this shit. And then I wake <laughs> up the next day as Monique and be like, what? She said what? She did what? <laughs> that new fucking bitch Karen in here. I don't know what's wrong with her, but she just starts shit. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a really good show. It's, yeah, lots of different lots of different layers. Okay, so I had a little list here of a couple of things I wanted to talk about. But... Yeah, so let's segue into our show topic now that we have like eight minutes left. Okay, so, <laughs> so ghost traps. <laughs> I have never been on an actual girls trip, and you know what? I kind of think that like my whole what up to 20s was actually a girl's trip and you know what I mean like I spent weekends in TJ Kehlani yeah that's great I never did that I never did that so that you have that on me yeah I spent wild and crazy weekends in 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 Mexico and TJ that's a girl's trip it's yeah kind of is huh yeah were you with girls I was with girls I took a trip to Mexico that fucking counts that fucking counts um, I did do a siblings trip that doesn't really count because mm-hmm. I had two brothers there. It was my sister and I and our two brothers and we drove to Vegas. 
<sighs> it doesn't count, right? Because no, it's like, what happens no. in Vegas stays in Vegas, not if you're with your brothers. <laughs> Depends on how yeah, cool your brothers are. I mean, <laughs> my sisters are down to clown. I mean, my brothers are a great time. Absolutely. So, like, weird stuff happened, you know, not with each other, but like we were. <laughs> <laughs> we were. We Although were, I, I did go to a strip club once with my cousin. That was weird. I went to, we went to a strip club actually. <laughs> and you should say that. We went, the four of us went to a strip club. And um, let me tell you what, not, I mean, normal you know people listening to this right now are like that's fucking weird you went to a strip club with your siblings but Vegas though we're in Vegas and the weirdest part about that strip club trip to me was the new Ninja Turtle movie had just came out we were in line and I was like come on we got to get in we got to get in because TikTok you're about to get shell-shocked was playing and I wanted to see (laughs) who was on the fucking stage stripping with a Ninja Turtle shell on it Did someone come out with an internal show? I missed the song. We got in after no. the song. I know. I was like, damn it. I want to see who's in here with a purple mask and a turtle shell on their back, rolling up and down the damn pole. I've never been to a male strip club either. I've Have been you? to the Thunder Down Under. Oh, how was it? I've heard that it gets wild. It gets pretty wild. And um, one of the dancers who used to be on the billboards. I guess he's retired now because this was back when I was in beauty school for esthetician. Mm -hmm. Um, He asked me for drinks afterwards. Mm. I know. I didn't go. Good. You know, that (laughs) happened. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Yeah. I need to put that in a penny saver. Missed opportunity. (laughs) I saw you at Thunder Down Under. You were the thunder. In my down under. In my down under. <laughs> Call me. Way off the rails. It's off the rails entirely. Off the rails tonight. Do you wrap it up? Do you want to? Let's not say what we're doing next week, just in case shit changes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to the listeners. You know, it is what it is. It's a fucked up week. So uh, real quick. So we didn't have time to read stories that people sent us, but it is very important to think about getting away for a girl's trip once all of this is under control. It's important to manifest it. Two, two weeks in a row. <laughs> two weeks in a row. Um, <laughs> and to think manifest about it because it. it is, it's important. I think all of us need that time with friends after this and it doesn't need to get wild or crazy but it's just it's a good thing to think about and if you it's need healing to look for, it is healing if you need something to look forward to look forward to that mm-hmm. if <sighs> nothing else yeah. <laughs> it's healing mm-hmm. especially when you're around women that like you don't have to put on a show for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah have a good night thank you so much for listening we'll see you <laughs> We'll see you on Facebook in the tribe. <laughs> we'll see right, you on are Instagram. We, are, we, are we ending it? Are we ending this? <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah, fuck it. It's I don't know. Weird... Yeah, fuck it. Fuck end it. it. It's a weird week. See us next week when maybe we. <sighs> Listen, we'll be better next week. Like we'll even next... I'm low energy and I'm pretty good at being high energy. Yeah, like usually it's me who's like bringing the yeah. wah to the whole group. <laughs> But for both you know of if us. I'm womp womp womp, shit's wonk wonk wonk. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, all right. 
so yeah tune in next week monique you want to um lead us out thank you so much for listening to uh, monique and chelsea and your wife's crazy ass podcast <laughs> we'll see you next week love you guys bye and stay crazy bye <laughs> <laughs> bra, bra. <laughs> <laughs>